Hi everyone, we're so grateful again to bring you the word of the Lord. This is Pastor Chris. And this is Pastor Natalie. God bless you all. That's right, of Resplendency. And today we're going to, our talk about is confuse them, Lord. Confuse them, Lord. Mm -hmm. Amen. Where are we going with this? Stay tuned. We're going to get into <laughs> it right away. Yes. By reading Exodus 14, mm -hmm. verses 3 to 25. And, you know, before we do that, I just want to say this is kind of like... Um, uh, uh, branching off from a series that we've been doing on, on our Sunday sessions here at Resplendency. And we really felt led that we wanted to have this in our Be Resplendent episode. So um, for those of you that have been mm -hmm. coming um, to, the, to our Sunday sessions, you're going to enjoy this piece as well. And we welcome all of you that have not joined our Sunday sessions to so come on out and uh, study the Word of God with us. Amen? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so I, Exodus 14 um, we're reading here about how the Lord gave specific instructions to Moses, right? right. And so in verse 3, we read that Pharaoh, then Pharaoh will think that the Israelites are confused. They are trapped in the wilderness. And, and in verse 4, it says, And once again, I will harden Pharaoh's heart, and he will chase after you. I have planned this in order to display my glory. And it's a very important part that we must remember throughout this whole thing about yes. where we're going with this. God will use anything and everything for his glory. That's correct. And, and the key is, as we love him, we learn to trust him. Absolutely. That everything will work together for good, right? So he says, I have planned this in order to display my glory through yes. Pharaoh and his, and his whole army. So not just part of the army, every single person that was rising up against the people of God. After this, the Egyptians will know that I am the Lord. So the Israelites camped there as they were told. They were obeying God as God was leading Moses and Moses being led by God, God was leading them as a people. And that is a key thing before we go any further is the obedience aspect. It is so meaning. It means so much that when you, you know, let's say for an example, when you actually get a chance to talk to a child and you actually give the child just a simple instruction and how pleasurable it is that the child just simply says, you know, it's nothing bad that you're instructing them to do something good. And they say, oh, sure. And the child does it, and it really does work out wonderful. It's the same way that Jesus, you know, when God speaks to us and we're being obedient, it's wonderful. Amen. Excuse Amen. me. <coughs> Water. <laughs> <laughs> so we read now in verse 5 that when word reached the king of Egypt that the Israelites had fled, Pharaoh mm -hmm. and his officials changed their minds. There are many times when you feel that you've obeyed God. And, and things are moving forward, right? And then all of a sudden, you see something again, wicked and evil, rising up against you. Yeah. Well, this is specifically an example of what was being spoken about, like when we feel that that's going on in our lives. Yes. Okay? So um, it says here, what have we done? Now, this is their response to this. What have we done letting all, this is, this is uh, remember, this is Pharaoh and his Egyptians. Um, what have we done letting all those Israelite slaves get away, they asked. So Pharaoh harnessed his chariot and he called up his troops. He took with him 600 of Egypt's best chariots along with the rest of the chariots of Egypt and each with his 
commander. And in verse 8, it says, The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, right. the king of Egypt. So he chased after the people of Israel who had left with fist raised in defiance. defiance. The Egyptians chased after them with all the forces in Pharaoh's army, all his horses and chariots, his charioteers and his troops. The Egyptians caught up with the people of Israel and they were camped beside the shore near Fahareth, across from Baal Safan. And in verse 10, it says, As Pharaoh approached the people of Israel, looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them, they cried out to the Lord. So once again, we see that they were praying and crying out to God, okay? So I want you to hear this. And this is their response. And they said to Moses, so remember, they're crying out to God. This is what they say. Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians that you're seeing today, you will never see them again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. That's right. Another version says you won't even have to lift a finger in your defense. And how many, how many, and if we were to be honest, how many, you know, when we feel that that we've gotten a breakthrough and it's in that moment, Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like we were saying earlier, it feels like all this other wickedness starts rising up against you. And look at what their response was. Why didn't you just let us die back there? There was enough graves back there. You know what? What God starts, God finishes. Correct. They were about to experience a miracle breakthrough on their behalf. And God wants us to know that what he did then, he can do today. Correct. And And he is doing today. And we should not fall back on what we used to do. This is a clear indication, ladies and gentlemen, is that when God now brings you out, like let's say for an example, you have now become a Christian. You've committed that. You've you put your faith in Jesus Christ, that he's the one who died for you. He's the son of God. Mm-hmm. And you have accepted mm-hmm. him to your, to your personal life as your, as not just his, your, your, his uh, he's your savior, but he's your Lord, mm-hmm. meaning that you're giving your all to him, mm-hmm. not just a quick, you know, a decision one day, and then you're going to move on with your life. You're actually committing to him as Savior, and then throughout the rest of your life, you're mm-hmm. going to continue to read His work and Amen. Word, and to and to just to, just to continue in God. Mm-hmm. The awesomeness here is that when God has done that and brought you out, like He did for these, um, you know, the Israelites, and He said that you won't even have to raise a finger; that you just need to be still and watch what God mm-hmm. will do for you. Mm-hmm. He clearly is saying that as situation, because they're still in a situation. Absolutely. Why would so many? people go back to say, man, it was better when I used to 
do this mm-hmm. or it used to do and well that is a temptation that though. is a temptation that is. and what a lot of people tend to do they tend to go back to what they know mm-hmm. the because Israelites that's a comfortable place it, 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 and unfortunately yes. that comfortable place was not necessarily comfort it was actually no. a place where they were being whipped they were being chained they were being told what to do when to do it how long they had to do it mm-hmm. if they didn't do it they got whipped again but that's what they knew now there's a breakthrough which happens in all mm-hmm. of our lives spiritually mm-hmm. and because of God's love. He is seen, yes, he wants to see faithfulness. Like all of us would like to be faithful if you want someone to commit to anything, like a job or who wants to see their employees be faithful or a school, like the students to be faithful and to complete the course. Mm-hmm. Whatever you're, in a you're, you're in a relationship, mm-hmm. you know, your commitment. Mm-hmm. And God is saying, don't go back to what you are used to doing. Mm-hmm. Now follow what you're committed to. In other words, your relationship to God and what mm-hmm. he will do for mm-hmm. you because he has done it before. Mm-hmm. And he who the Son sets free is free indeed. That's his promise. And that's basically what he's telling them. You will not see these enemies anymore. So whatever has kept you in bondage before salvation, before Mm -hmm. you have known the truth about what it means to be free in Christ Jesus, then he's saying to you, you don't have to go and live in that bondage anymore because he who the son sets free is free indeed and he and the other key is when you're a believer we walk by faith and not by sight they were at a place of testing regarding the faith and each of us get to that place when god is bringing up us to new levels you could be a baby christian you could be a christian in the lord for years Mm -hmm. as he's growing you up in your faith he brings you to places that you have to look beyond what's going on in the natural so in the natural they look like they were about to die they were at that water right there they look like all those enemies were about to pursue them and kill them but God said, stand still now. See what I'm going to do. Absolutely. That's what faith is. Yes. And so now we're going to go right into verse 15. Absolutely. Remember, we're in chapter 14 of Exodus. And we're going to go to verse 15. And it says, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? You know something? Let's be real. If you heard God respond to you, you're praying, you're crying out to God. And he's telling you, why are you crying out to me? What would be your response? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm reading this verse and I'm thinking, oh my goodness. And he says, tell the people to get moving. You know why? Because at that place, God is saying, I've heard the cry. Now it's time to move. It's time to act. It's time to walk out the faith. That's what it means to live by faith and not by sight. Correct. He says in verse 16, pick up your staff Raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. That's a miracle. See, and, and just to touch, when you said about tell the people to get moving, mm-hmm. there is a part. And see, he said, mm-hmm. you know, to, to go through. Ladies and gentlemen, how many of you have read the word, you know the right thing to do? Yes. But yet when you're faced in a tough situation, yes, yes. all of a sudden you seem like you want to go blank and go, what do I do? <laughs> there's individuals that we have encouraged numerous times that there's a situation where, um, you know, there's, there's, there's just 
a lot of um, well, you may feel demonic attack oppression. or oppression or yeah. something like that. And you know, one of the encouragements could be, for example, there's many things you can do. You can just start reading His Word. The more you get, you want to hear from God, the more that you read His Word. Or maybe you just start praising Him. Maybe you go to you know um, a variety of different social. There's so many different mm-hmm. aspects that you can get. You know, um, music nowadays on the phone and a computer, something you know in your vehicle, yeah. and you just start worshiping yes, God or amen, something. Amen. And maybe you know there's, there's so many p- parts of it that we're going to go into that that talks about even songs of deliverance and and, and just worshiping the lord exactly the but but this. in regarding to that mm-hmm. is why would you not do what you know what to do in a hard time mm-hmm. and we have to question ourselves because that would actually help us to examine our hearts where are we and how much are we really absorbing and how much are we actually living out? In other words, tell the people to get moving. What have I been teaching you? What have I taught you in my Walk word? Out your faith. Walk it out. Yes. Don't forget it. Yeah. It is something that will I, make you victorious. I love it. I love that you just said that. It just causes me to also think about how many times we've even encouraged um, about you know keeping the full armor on. The Bible's very clear. It's important that we're always ready, ready in and out of season, mm-hmm. and keep your armor on, and keep your sh- your sword sharp. Yes. How do you keep? See, the word is sharp, but how are you keeping yourself sharp in the word? Because you're staying. With your mind stayed on him. Correct. How do you keep your mind stayed on him? You're constantly renewing your mind by reading his word, meditating on his word. So he's telling Moses, I've already spoken to you. We've already had an experience Mm -hmm. where it was just you and it was just you, Moses, and myself. That's right. Okay. And where I told you what I was going to use, I said, he said, I was going to use you. And that staff, to me, such symbolism of I'm going to use the foolish things to confound the wise, you know? That is correct. So walk it out. Amen? So we see that as this was happening, in verse 17, it says, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge in. So these en- the, the, they were not stopping. They kept com- pursuing them. There's a reason for that. When you're being tested that hard like that, God is allowing us to go through these tests to sharpen our faith even more. Yes. He wants us to depend so much on him. So when he's telling them, be still and know I'm God, and then you're seeing these enemies come and they're walking through this and they're getting closer and closer. He's like, just keep following me. Keep obeying me. Keep doing what I'm telling you to do. Don't look back at the at what's happening. Keep going forward in the name of Jesus. Right. And he says here, my great glory will be displayed. Remember, this is now a second time he's saying this promise. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and his charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt, all Egypt, all Egypt, I have to say that all your enemies, all your enemies will see my glory and they will know that I am the Lord. Verse 19, then the angel of God who had been leading the people of Israel moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. God goes. Be your rear guard. Amen. God goes before you. Find that scripture and study that. Amen. 
God goes before you and he goes behind you. And he said, I'm with you always. That's right. Amen. And it says here. Um, Verse 20. Yes. The cloud settled between the Egyptians and the Israelites. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. This was a long battle. This is, again, another example of when you're going through something and it's a long season of that battle. Absolutely. This, it's strong, but God is moving you forward. That's Verse right. 21, then Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all night, turning the seabed into dry land. So the people of Israel walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with the wa walls of water on their side. The Egyptians, all of Pharaoh's horses, chariots, right. charioteers, they chased them into the middle of the sea, but just before dawn, hallelujah, the breaking of a new day, just as God said, but joy comes in the morning, That's hallelujah, right. amen. He said, but just before dawn, the Lord looked down on the Egyptian army from the pillar of fire and cloud, and he threw their forces into total confusion. He twisted their chariot wheels, making their chariots difficult to drive. And what did the, the, the Egyptians say? Let's get out of here, away from these Israelites. The Egyptians shouted, the Lord is fighting for them against Egypt. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> See, there's so many scriptures about this that says, you know, Lord, we said to confuse them, Lord. And the Bible, you know, it clearly says, I believe it's um, Isaiah 54, verse 7. It says, no weapon that is formed against you, that you shall prosper. You know, when you think about it, that is such a powerful verse. Promise. Such a powerful verse. But in that coming day, no weapon turned against you will succeed. And everyone who tells lies in court will be brought to justice. Wow. These benefits are enjoyed by the servants of the Lord. Their vindication will come from me. I, the Lord, have spoken. Amen. Listen to that, ladies Amen. and gentlemen. And when you think about it in Psalm 55, verse 9, it says, Confuse them, Lord, and frustrate their plans. Yes. For I see violence and conflict in the city. Jesus. There's so many different aspects that we could have, you know, indicated. Um, another one that, you know, I'm not going to Deuteronomy, but another one in Exodus later on in chapter 23 says, I will send my terror ahead of you and create panic among all the people whose land you invade. I will make your enemies turn and run. Yes. God says that he will fight for us. He will, he will, he will, and he, he will in the name of Jesus and Christ. And there's so many great examples of fact fasting and, and praising God that sends confusion to the enemy's plans. I think that's in 2 Chronicles 20 verses 1 to 25. You can read that. But one of the awesomest things that I, that I read, it was in 1 Corinthians 14, 33. And it, it was just a great promise for me, you know, all of us as believers. It says, for God is not a God of disorder, but of peace. Amen. Amen. And I thought about that. I said, Lord, I thank you for mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you, you care so much mm -hmm. about that. And I believe that's an example also of God's not a God of confusion. That's right. That's right. He's a God of order. Father, I'm going to pray right now. Yeah. Lord, I'm asking you to touch every single person that's watching. May you send total confusion to the plans of the enemy for their lives. Every single one of them, every Lord. Every single believer, But God, Lord. may they be obedient to you. Yes. May they examine their hearts. Yes. Their relationship with you. And renew their relationship with you, we pray 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Yes. Amen. Yes. There's so many things. And you know what? For those of you that don't know the Lord Jesus yes. Christ and you want to be saved and have this deliverance. Yes. And you want the Lord to fight for you in Jesus' name. You just have to ask him, the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life and to ask you to forgive you of all your sin. That and is correct. he will do so in the name of Jesus. And if you if you want more prayer, please reach out to That's us. That's right. And you know, we want to thank you for watching this. All of our watches and all of our listeners, we want to encourage you to subscribe to our YouTube channel and now our via you know our, our podcast via iTunes and Google Play please you know subscribe you know drop a message to us uh, say subscribe and just click ring the bell we really would appreciate <laughs> this and Pastor Natalie has a wonderful blog I want you yes, guys to stay want, tuned to I want to thank you all for uh, reading my blogs and Correct. commenting and sharing and uh, you guys can follow me at examine moments and read all my blogs on let's take a moment.com Study this word so you can see how God will send confusion to the plans of the enemy. And on behalf of Resplendency, we want to encourage you, all of you, to do one thing for Jesus Christ. Stand, Stand out and shine. shine. God bless you. Amen.